allowed to do things at their own pace, not at anyone else's. Footsteps sounded loud on the hardwood floor of the hall. Rose straightened up. In a moment, her ma would come out on the veranda and ask her to go back inside and continue helping with the cooking. And as soon as she was back in the kitchen, the hints about Will would start again. Well, she'd already had more than enough of that subject, and she wasn't going to wait around for any more. She gathered up her skirts, ran down the veranda steps, and hurried across the yard in the direction of the horse's barn. She'd take the buggy and go and find Will. She knew he'd be somewhere near his house, as he'd told her they were going to be branding the last of the late calves that morning. If she left at once, she'd be there, just in time to join the hides for lunch. As she neared the barn, she saw the ranch foreman coming out of the tackle shed next to it. Jesse she called to him. I was hoping to find you here. Will you hitch the horses up? I'm going to Hyde Ranch, and I'm taking the buggy so I can bring Cora back with me. If Ma comes looking for me, will you tell her where I've gone? Behind her, she heard her mother call out her name, and she quickened her pace. Don't tell her for a bit, though, Jessie, she added. I'll wait in the barn till the buggy's ready. Sure thing, Ms. Rose, I'll get the harness right now. Jessie said. As she stepped into the barn, she glanced to her right and glimpsed the broad grin on Jessie's face as he turned into the shed. An hour later, Rose pulled up the buggy next to a long metal trough of water at the side of the Hyde Ranch House, jumped down, and glanced across the yard at a couple of ranch hands who were busy removing bobsled runners from the wagons that had been used for travel in the snow. One of the men looked up in her direction, and she promptly waved at him and indicated that the horses needed to be unhitched from the buggy. He said something to the man working with him, then dropped his tools to the ground and started towards her. She quickly wound the reins over the hitching rail, waved her thanks to the approaching ranch hand, and began to make her way past the front of the ranch house, brushing down her skirt as she headed in the direction of the west barn and the corrals that lay behind it. The distant sounds coming from beyond the barn told her that that was where she'd find the ranch hands, and Will was more than likely to be where they were. As she drew near to West Barn, the pungent smell of cow dung hit her. The piles of soiled straw and dung heaped up outside the barn told that it was being cleaned, and she went up to the open entrance and peered into the dark interior. Will? she called her voice echoing beneath the high wooden roof. A man came out of the front stall, a pitchfork in his hand. He ain't here, ma'am, he told her. He's out branding with the ropers. I reckon you'll find them all in the far corral. Nodding to him, she went back to the track and made her way quickly past an empty wagon standing alongside West Barn. Her steps slowed as the corrals came into sight. All appeared to be empty, except for the furthest one. Standing still, she raised herself on the tips of her boots and stared ahead at the far corral. Will was the first person she saw. His brown felt hat low over his face. He sat easy in the saddle as he and three or four ropers urged their horses among the jostling cattle. From the way they were moving, it looked as if they were about to begin the branding. Disappointed, she realized it was too late to let him know she was there. She'd have to wait till they'd finished.
she glanced back at the barn and the empty wagon. The wagon was in the shade, and she'd have a better view if she sat on it. She went quickly back to it and climbed up. A cloud of buffalo gnats swarmed in the air around her as she settled, and she impatiently swatted them away. Leaning forwards, she fixed her eyes firmly on Will. Riding high among the cowmen on his chestnut mare, boy, he had one hand lightly on the reins, the other at his side, a ring of coiled rawhide hanging from his fingers. It was impossible for her to see his face, though, as he'd pulled down the brim of his hat so as to shield his eyes from the glare of the late morning sun. She looked at the coil of leather in his hand. So, he was going to act as a roper that morning, she thought in amusement, and she smiled to herself. He never missed a chance of joining in with the work on the ranch. He might be slow in asking her to marry him, but there wasn't any part of ranch work that he didn't throw himself.